G'day punters, welcome to the BMX Beers and Bullshit Podcast. Your hosts are BMX Olympian and ABA BMX Pro Champ, Kalen Young, along with Club Night winner and salty old BMXer, Bruce Morris. These two Aussie boys have seen five decades of BMX from the 80s to the present day. From the manual start gates on the flat hills to the Goliath 8 metre monster that takes BMX races, chews them up, spits them out into the emergency department. They'll bring on guests from all over the world of BMX to drop the word on what makes this sport of BMX the greatest in the world. Sit back, cover the kiddies' ears, crack a tallie of VB as the boys talk all things BMX beers and bullshit. Proudly brought to you by Australia's raddest BMX shop, Lux BMX. Jace Cunning is on the podcast and on the record, mate. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys going? <laughs> Haven't seen you for ages. No, only a couple of days ago. What? Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday? I haven't seen KY for a while. Long time. What do you fucking actually do now, man? Like, what, do you do, <laughs> what do you do for crust? Uh, I only have fans. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I heard that's the go now. Yeah? Oh. <laughs> slay it and what? Mill Slayer, yeah. <laughs> the tankster boy. That's all I hear people say about this podcast. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you call me. Yeah, the Mill Slayer. No, I um <laughs> I have like a coaching academy over here in right. Queensland. Yeah. And then um just like with crankworks and stuff, I have a few like sponsors that support me. Um yeah, with sweet. like money and stuff, and then like prize money I get paid off YouTube and then merchandise. So a bit of everything. How does that go being, uh, what's the fucking word called? Monetized. How, how does all that work with YouTube and get paid? Um, basically, like once you have like a thousand subs and 4,000 watch hours, then you just get paid per views. So you just get paid That's like sweet. every month. And then my channel, I think, is like at like 2.2 million views. So then whatever it goes up every month, it just keeps paying. Fuck. That's wicked. That's mm. a fucking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what inspired you to start all that? Um, I just started it when I got back from America in 2019 and COVID hit and I was bored and had nothing to do. Right. So a bunch of me and my buddies would just started like riding the track and then I'd just post it on Instagram and people would come out and ride because there was no events on and stuff. And Bruce came to one um, right. and I'd just have like Sunday ride days and I just started filming them and it kind of just went from there. Just winged what, it. What is Cranks? Like, and how did you get into Crankworks? Um... I've watched it for like a few years and you got to be like invited to race it. So I like, I sent out an email like a few years ago and they never got back to me. And then I seen it was coming to Australia last year for the first time. So I sent another email and it worked out because last year I won the pump track Australian title. So they wanted me to be there for the pump track event. So then I got invited. And then when I won, they basically just invited me and said, you can, do whatever disciplines you want and come to whatever that's round. All right. Yeah. That's the go. And did you find that hard? Trans- was it a much easier transition from that from BMX? Uh, the pump track stuff's easy enough, but the other disciplines are well different. Like, right. <laughs> I thought like slalom and stuff would be like BMX, but it's like suspension and stuff goes into it way more than I thought. Right. I, I remember Dale, he always, because he used to do slalom too, and, and he made that transition later in his career from bmx but um 
he's, he said too, he said that the suspension played a big part. Yeah, it was, the it was, that was the hardest thing to learn in breaking. Exactly right. Having a fucking front brake. Yeah, well, the first four times I raced slalom, I didn't have a front brake. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like coming into turns and like, in my head, I'm like BMX. I, I don't need a front brake. And then right. when you're going through flat turns and you're braking, but your front wheel's still pulling, it like messes you up so much more than you think. And then yeah, I like right. put a front brake on, and I was like, oh, I understand how they go so much faster. So what's the key? So when you got, so when do you use your front brake? Obviously not when you're fucking turning, but just when you're pulling up to come up in a straight line, obviously. Or yeah, you kind of just use them evenly and try and use them before the corners, and then right. kind of release through the corner. Yeah, okay. But I, I'm still trying to figure it out, to be honest. But now yeah. I'm back on the BMX bike, I'll be starting brand new again. <laughs> right, right. And what's the go with the coaching academy? How did that come about? Uh, that was also kind of COVID. Like someone just like messaged me one day and asked if I could start coaching him. And I coached one kid, and then he was like, he was actually like struggling a bit. And that's why they asked me to train him. And then that year he got third in Queensland, and then backed it up with third in Australia, and then. It was just word of mouth. I've never like promoted coaching and it's just escalated from there. And now I have like a pretty cool group of like 24 riders that I like train individually. And then like once a week, I bring them together in two groups and train them together. Fuck, that's a lot. That's wicked. Yeah. That's really good. You know, you know what I found growing up? Like I never realized until I was older that having like figures like that periodically through my life how much you actually you don't okay what's the word you can use like, use you don't realize how much of an important role they play until you get older and so like i coached that this guy named brad farron he was the same he used to coach me as a kid yeah but then <clears throat> when you install discipline and routine at such a young age then you carry that through to your next coach or whatever and it's not until i got older and i could reflect and realize like how important those people were in yeah. the development of near bmx you know what i mean and the fact yeah, that you're sure. doing a um, the fact that you're doing a uh, training academy, fucking pretty unheard of and wicked, man. Yeah, no, I'm just I, I don't know I kind of just like follow motocross a lot, and I'm like I like passionate about the sport, and I want to grow it, so I'm like trying to just bring things that motocross teams and stuff do, and bring it into our sport, and right, see what I can do with it. Um, a good friend of mine, Joey Albright, his son, um, he trains at Millsaps place. Yep. Over there, MTX, and um, I'm sure it's called MTX. You know, such training facility, maybe. But um, yeah, TJ Albright, like he races, he's a privateer racing supercross and outdoors over there. Yeah. Just the the training facilities that all those, I mean, obviously it's more money, but like it's phenomenal how much money people pay to go train at these fucking academies, man. Yeah. You know, like three, four grand a month. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's insane. And that's why, like, like I'm like, like there's obviously a lot more, a lot of people out there that are more knowledgeable than me. So I've just been like liaising with people and trying yeah. to like. He might be surprised. He might be surprised that there's not people out there more knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> just, just quietly. Yeah. Like, you know. yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, trying to liaise with people and like, um, I don't know, get the information together and try and disperse it to people that can't get a hold of this information. If that makes sense, I, think, I feel like I think there's that, a lot of people that can't afford coaching in bmx too so i'm I don't know, trying to give everyone an opportunity right yeah and i think that that the information is key because i think there's more obviously there's more than one way to skin a cat you know like i was you know you, you use kurt for an example 
Kurt's got some people going really quick at the moment. Um, Sean had a whole lot of people going quick. Um, Sam's had people go saying, you know, Sam had Cam, um, Cam Wood going quick. I mean, there's, but I think it's, it's getting the information delivered to you is good, but it's also creating an environment where you're able to thrive. Yeah. You know what I mean? You create, you're creating an environment where it's competitive, but it's progressive and it's known like negativity is the biggest one or, or, or selfishness when it comes to coaching a, a large conglomerate of people, group of people. Yeah, it's it's finding that happy the happy balance or happy medium, you know. Yeah. And if you get that, then people love training with you, you know. Yeah, for and sure. More than anything, the information's great. But if you're creating a safe, like a safe environment, happy environment to train in, that's I think that holds more weight than anything. Yeah, that's why. Like, I don't. That's like a part of the reason I don't promote any of my coaching because it's like all people that I've trained for a while, and then when yep. I bring them together in a group, they all know what I expect, know the right. respect that they got to give to other riders. And then yeah. within that group, they work well and thrive off each other. Yeah. And then when it's like smaller groups or whatever, then I can like really hone in on technique and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's my, that's my plan behind it, whether it's right did or you, wrong. I don't know. But did you rub that into, <clears throat> did you rub that into Friesweek space on the weekend or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, he's actually riding my bike. He, he Is got, he? he got off, yeah, he oh, what a man. Oh, actually, he did. He actually yeah. did hit me up. He actually did message me and said, Hey, what's the speed code like? I said, It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, he messaged me because I just got on that new one. Um, yeah, and he's like, Have you got a speed code laying around? And I was like, Yeah, and he's like, I'm, I'm thinking about changing it up. Can I try it? So, yeah, it was my bikes one and two on the weekend. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, awesome. well, yeah, he was screaming last week for cranks and bottom brag a week before. You know, right? Balling. What's the go there? Is is um is DK no more? Are they, are they not doing a program anymore? Well, I don't. I don't really know. They like picked up a few riders, and then like they picked up Desi, and then she hasn't been riding. And then they, I seen them announce a couple people like maybe like a year or so ago, and then I, I don't know. I haven't really seen anything else. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a, we all know the landscape, you know, Jace, it's good having you out there riding. I mean, the kids, I, I know people and, you know, I'm not the boy smoke up your ass, but people just, the kids just love riding with you, you know, and results, you know, can just by, you know, sort of slip by the wayside, you know, the parents would be stoked just that the kids are riding, they're happy, happy to be right. at events. The knowledge you're passing on, it's just, but you know what, it's just, the kids just don't know, and parents don't know where they should take the kids and race and how to navigate right. through the, you know, the state series and the national series, all that, all that malarkey. Right. So anyone that gives anyone a hand is, uh, you know, they're really, you're doing a good job, man. You know? No, thank you. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think that, that, that's, that is the key is like creating an environment where people want, enjoy being around. Like there's a fellow in our group, his name's his older bloke, his name's Sam Jameson, but he just, like he has kids, he races too, but he has two young boys that love playing with my son. But just even when we're all at the track together, because I train with them too, because, you know, I fucking enjoy training, but that we train together and then we have a yarn together. And it's just, it's an enjoyable environment to be in, you know? Yeah. No, Much easier to do it that way than it is fucking being a salty cunt sitting in your car by yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know? no, I, I think I was lucky, like growing up, my dad was always strict about that because he was a motocross racer. And right. he like, he actually rocked up to the track one day and myself and, a heap of the other pros were sitting in the car park like a lot of pros do. And mm. he come and just reamed me. And he's like, 
he's like, how do you think you're ever going to be good role models when you won't even sit in there and associate with the kids? And right. from that day, I was like, I guess I was like, he's right. And then, um, yeah, like, I mean, people still do it, but I try and just interact with as many people as I can yeah. and give them the time of day. Cause yeah, and I think that's the difference too. Like when you do take it, I mean, it's all fine and well being buddies and fucking hanging out the track, but like, if you want to race BMX seriously and you want to win, you kind of do have to separate yourself from that. You know, if, when you set your own team up, instead of having just everyone just fucking willy-nilly, like try and be a bit professional and realise like you do the work during the week. Our main objective or our, our, our in-game goal is always try to win, you know. Yeah, 100%. If, and, and you know what? And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But as long as we're, that's where we're focused and that's where we're heading, you know. Yeah. No, I, I just think some people don't balance it, I, I, yeah. my opinion. I feel like some people are completely separated and I feel like the way the sport's heading, I feel like personally more people need to be more giving with their time and, yeah. it's a, well, Within, within it, the BMX community. Yeah, and just like, the, like more pros, I feel like just need to associate with the kids and stuff. I feel like so many of them are so separated that the kids are even scared to go up and talk to them or ask for a photo because they're like never in mingling with people right the it's thinking of the current landscape and use prolonged verb commas in australia i just think no one's i think that's a functionality or a function of the calendar but a lot of people just not racing at around you know your peers just aren't racing or really picking and choosing where they go to it's so the kids don't even have an op- aren't even having opportunity to see him really right that's uh are, and you, I, friend, are you friends with jesse asmus yeah he's great with the kids like he, yeah, is, he is he man when i sit back and watch him with the kids rico's the same like he they all and like i know jesse probably hasn't ascended to rico's level yet but like they're great with the kids. Like they're humble, they're respectful, they give everyone the time of day. But then there's just some other fucking blonks that <laughs> haven't won fuck all that just treat them like shit. Yeah, no, Jesse is great. We used last year, or well, even started this year, we were going to like some regional races. We we're both going to them. Yeah. And he's sick. Like kids love him. Yeah. And he also <laughs> does um support work too, I think. So he's like super good with people. Yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that's yeah, why like, he does outside of BMX. Yeah, I don't know if he still does it or like if he's right. like focusing on BMX now, but like six months ago, he was like flying to Rockhampton every second week and like doing support work and stuff. Yeah, right. And, and I like Jesse. I mean, that, you know, I heard that about him. It's he's, you know, he's, he's, he's funding himself to a, right. you know, he's not, I mean, we're, he's not sitting back waiting for someone to, to help him out. He's out there doing, right. doing that work. And that's not easy work. That, that that's that's real tough gig. You know, you have to be a yeah. personality, you have, to have a high patience level, which I don't right. have. Right. Yeah. Well, so, what's your opinion, Jason, with the current landscape of BMX, high performance, grassroots, whatever? Like, where do you see it? How do you see it coming from? You know, you said you spent a bit of time in America, but you see with Oz Cycling being the umbrella now instead of BMX Australia, and then you being having your fingers in the pies and crank works, like where where does where does BMX in Australia fall short in in the areas it falls short in? And where is it great? 
Um, ju- like judging from the weekend, because I haven't actually done that much BMX this year because of Crankworks and I was overseas for so long. Um, but like on the weekend, I think the event and everything from a rider's perspective ran like unreal. Like right. I feel like everything was super smooth, easy to follow, organized well. I didn't see any issues with it. Um, right. Everything seemed to like run on time. They dealt with like crashes and everything super well. Um, I feel like judging as well from like Crankworks, I think the biggest downfall that we face at the moment is just like the media and coverage of our sport. Right. I feel like they might, I feel like all cycling puts a lot into running the events and stuff, which is mm. good, but I don't see the point in having a good event if you're not showcasing it to new eyes. Right. And I feel like that's where Crankworks nails it. They're, everything is about media. Right. And then even on the weekend, I, like, out money out of my own pocket, I paid for two videographers to be there. Yeah. Like, Jackson was doing social media stuff and then NATO was filming all the finals and everything for, um, like, for everyone. And yeah. people were still like trying to get them kicked off the track and stuff. And like, I literally had them to try and showcase, grow the sport. Right. And I don't know people still have an issue with it. I don't know what people's plans are, but. You I didn't give me your fucking media pass, bros. Your fucking media I, vest. I don't, I, you saw that lens I just bought, man. <laughs> free, free, I don't have funding myself. I didn't right. even go fund me for a $3,000 lens. 600 right. mils. I can sit in my rooftop tent now so and take is, photos. Is there a disconnect? So like, I know, I know Oz cycling, it's hard because this is how I see it. Crankworks is like, is the, the professional side of things. Like, we don't have, you don't have eight, 10 cruisers at Crankworks. Yeah. Right. You only, you only see the pinnacle of that, right? So, I, and I understand Oz cycling has got a, like I said, it's got a big umbrella. It's got to do power bmx the kids the sprockets and up grassroots pros and all get that stuff but maybe there needs to be like a liaison like a social media high performance liaison that can you know that can liaise with someone like yourself who's big on the social media stuff and has a big reach to try and tap into other avenues and try to promote the yeah well i think i feel like it it must be a discussion within all cycling because when i did that ride day that you came to, Bruce. Um, I forget his name, but the Oz Cycling rep sure, that came and like, yeah, had a look. He wanted to have like a meeting with me about going and um, like doing social media and them using footage that I get for videos and stuff. And he wanted to like talk to me about going to talk in schools around Queensland and then potentially Australia and stuff. But then I, be- I don't know. Did he leave Oz Cycling or? He's, uh, what's the word, had a year off, um, sab- uh, what, what sabbatical. Sabbatical. Yeah, sabbatical, yeah. Jeez, I haven't had a drink today. It's a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I get, I get, Jace, you probably have more eyes on BMX, like kids watching it, than, than yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you could say Oz Cycles do it. There's no... There's no, there's no. I, I don't like the word grassroots development. I mean that 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 implies competition. We need just people come and try BMX. I mean that's just it. Yeah. And yep. and we all know, we all know here three of us know it's difficult to get into the sport just if you just rock up and you know it's equipment and so forth. Right. It's harder than a lot of 
traditional sports. So, <clears throat> but as far as I seeing stuff on YouTube or I guess JC on TikTok, or you haven't touched that, you haven't dipped. Yeah, it. yeah. So, I got, you know, shout out the big how many, how, how, on, how, many, how many followers Big Salad and you got, Jason? Oh, TikTok. Big Salad loves TikTok. Man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think TikTok only like twelve thousand. It's not yeah, the followers on TikTok. I'm going to sound like a real argument. but it's, you get views. You don't have, you don't necessarily have to have like a, a heap yeah. of followers to get. I got we got a couple of videos with like half a million views. Yeah, that's gnarly. I know. I know my wife's nephew. He's got a he's got a TikTok thing that's got thirty million views. Yeah, and just the videos he makes in his bedroom. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. TikTok gets eyes. That's for sure. Yeah. But it's monetizing it. YouTube's still the monetizing king, isn't it, Jace? You know, you know, that's what the boys work yeah. at. Boys work hard at work doing we have a plan for it. It works two ways, of course. It promotes, right. you know, it's our business. But we're not just doing content just for content's sake. You know, the, the boys, you know what the boys like at work. They love to produce really good yeah, work. I, I, don't right. even, I don't even know if you can um, monetize TikTok in Australia. Yeah, yeah okay. Like there's a monetizing program, but I don't think you can get it over here. <clears throat> so that's and, and so and then so that's one aspect of it. And then what do you think? Uh, so when was the last time we went to national camps? Poor, oh, I don't know because I missed 2018, 19 because I was in America, and then it was COVID. Right. So probably like 2017. Right. <clears throat> so I raced nationals last year. Yeah. First race in a while. Heavily scrutinised and penalised. I got fined and all this, all this stuff. I just thought the nationals was way over officiated, right? Yeah. But in saying that, like <clears throat> you, you said, the state, the state series or state titles where you were ran great. They do a really good job over here for the most part. WA the races are run pretty good. Officiating is pretty good. It'd be interesting to see how nationals go this year in Shep. Another year in the cycle. Be interesting to see how it goes, because it just—I mean, we always harp on about grands and how good racing is in America. I just—I don't—I don't see it getting to that point at any time soon. Almost to the point where you'd like reach out to USA BMX and say, "Hey, like, how, how about you come over to Australia and just run a one-off race?" Just so they can see how, how it's run, prop like how they run their events, you know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't know. Like on the weekend, definitely ran good, right? But I don't know, like. But the, you couldn't have your boy. You couldn't have Jackson, or you couldn't have the boys just sitting by the side of the track. You can, in the, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, no, it, well, film, yeah, they were there. You could. The boys weren't worrying through the middle of the track. They would. I, I, I knew where they, I took photos of them. You know? right. So yeah, I knew see, where like, they were. They weren't. They weren't staying on the track. They weren't in the track surrounds. But obviously, someone got a being a bonnet about. But like Percy let there. um Percy let NATO go on the track. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, he's well, like he, he has somewhat he has somewhat of an idea. Like he's yeah pretty clued in. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. NATO asked Percy, and Percy was just like, "Yeah, put a like a yellow vest on, whatever, and like go out there and shoot." But it was other people. Once NATO was out there, were like, "Yeah, having a whinge about it." But I'm like, "Yeah, but whinge about what though?" Just that I don't know. They had to get authorized to be on the track, and NATO didn't, and he got permission, like special permission, because he was with me, and 
there's fucking bigger things to worry about, man. That's what yeah. people don't. There's fucking way bigger things to worry about than someone's fucking pit credentials. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing fuck. is we're in gimpy. <laughs> <laughs> we're in gimpy, dude. That's yeah, the title of the episode, right there. <laughs> we're we're in, we were in gimpy, and we. Gimpy. Um, yeah, we, I know. We should I, be more worried about getting flooded. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the disconnect there is those people who had an issue with it have not a clue about what you were doing, Jace, for the day. You know, probably you're not sure it's not coming from a selfish place. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, you're not on YouTube with a million, you're not Marcus Brown, you're not having 10 million views per video that they should yeah. be getting a cut of it. You know, right. yeah, and that's yeah. the thing too. Is like I use my own camera equipment, spent yeah. my own money, all this stuff to film finals for everyone else. I was only in one of the finals, right? Like, yeah. I and we filmed like I don't know how many there was, maybe forty finals that were filmed yeah. on my equipment, and I was paying NATO out of my own pocket, right? Like none of the money came from anyone else, so. Is there a lack of funding? Oh, we always have one. There's lack of money there, isn't it, Bruce? You know, psyching for the for, for something like this. Mate, next weekend, I'm the official photographer at New South Wales. It's 400 bucks for the weekend they pay you. Right. Yeah, I don't sell my photos. I don't, right. You know, I spent time today doing it. it obviously, I talk about it. it's um, it's worthwhile to do it because it's right. it's, it's 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 marketing for a for the Lux BMX. Yeah. But um. Yeah, you get four hundred bucks. If you just do an hour to get four hundred bucks to to shoot all weekend, and I just don't shoot and I just don't spray it and upload it. I spend a little time. I've got a little bit of pride and ego. Right. I do edit my shit and Jace, you know, editing videos and that. You just don't do it. In, you don't do it in two minutes, do you? No. Imagine the hours that you spend doing it. I watch Biggie do it at work. You know what's happening? Right. Things five minutes, but you know, I don't know how long that takes. Yeah, I just want uh, relax and editing. An Instagram video for me that's like fifty seconds long, and he just yeah. did it for like five hours. Yeah, right. And so, how did that process come up? Did, did they approach you, Bruce, or did you have to hit them up for a fucking? Um, no, I just I'm coming down because I like you. I like New South Wales people. You know, it's right. My home, it's my it's my homeland, and I'm so coming the, down. And, and so and, the New South Wales BMX opened the door for you and said, "Yeah, I just I, I don't need a media part. I was going to go anyhow. Again, it's part of Lux. Is we got right. customers all over Australia. Over your way up." Up north, yeah. talking to people the cans, yeah, on the weekend, love it. You know, it's just yeah. it's part of what we do, and I just love shooting photos. And I said, "Do you want to be the official photographer?" I went, yeah, okay. So who who asked you? Who, who asked you? Ah, uh, the New South Wales um, Oz Cycle. So this, the Oz Cycle, yeah, okay, yeah. so right, yeah. yeah. But for for the shepherd, I'll have to, uh, I'll, you'll have to apply for a media pass, which I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'd be, I'd be like about twenty percent chance. Jace, are you taking the boys going down? <laughs> Are they um, go? I don't think NATO can because yeah. he just got a um, new job. Um, but I'm going to try and get Jackson down because I yeah. have to go do a pump track event like the week before anyway. So hopefully with that, I'll be able to bring one of them down, make it oh. worth it. Yeah, I, 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 it baffles me to think that why they wouldn't, why you wouldn't want more eyes on the sport. You know, and I think uh, I think BMX. Is just like a um, too many people are competing outside of the racing aspect of BMX. Like they don't have the mentality of like a rising tide floats all boats. Right. 
Whereas okay, I feel like more people, go, fucking... more people just need to get together and realize the goal of the sport, which should be to get more eyes on it. And... Absolutely. And it's been, which in, in turn is better for everybody. Yeah. So it should be better off if there's nine photographers around the track and videographers, not, yeah. not just like two. But what, you know, like what are you, what are they competing for? Like you stay in your own lane, you're doing your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, my whole goal yeah. is just to get more people watching and enjoying. And then like when I can, like the weekend, when I have NATO there, I can get someone to film so everyone can enjoy their racing. Were you, how, Jace, remember Gory's vids? Are you, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like they're uh, still on. Is that, what's, he, what's his name? Is he Mark? Mark, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, thanks to him, I can still see my finals from 2011, 2012. Yeah. You know, and from before then when I wasn't right, yeah. you know, I mean, they are on, they're on YouTube. Fuck, there's things on YouTube from 1988, you know, while right. I'm, you know, so it's, it's just a small tribe of this, but you still love to see it. You still, you still love to see it, don't you? It's, 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 it's doc, documenting, documenting what we do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah. I still have the discs that he sold from like 2009 Worlds and 2009 Aussies and stuff where right. you could buy the disc with every final on it. Yeah. Now he's he's not on the seventy four down the Goldie on a penthouse, is he? You know because of his VMX videos, he he did it he he did it because he loved he loved the sport. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and out there stacking gold gold bars in my shipping container for VMX videos. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I'd be better off if I didn't bring NATO to video. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I would. I would make. <clears throat> I would make no less money. Yeah. And I just yeah. wouldn't be spending any money. Right. You want to be straight to camera for you gotta be a certain size to, to, to hire people, Jace. That's how much I that's about <laughs> as much as I know, don't you? You want you want to be straight to camera, don't you? To a certain <laughs> level. You know? Yeah. But yeah. But you want to produce good content, don't you? Yeah. And and then I like I look from the weekend and there's yeah, nowhere else that had finals besides random iPhone clips from the side. Yeah. Right. So, and like people... once, as soon as they said no live stream, I text NATO straight away and I was like, can you come on the weekend? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they have live stream? Just because they had no one to do it or? I got no idea. Yeah. It, it'd be, uh, among, it'd be a, uh, a commercial decision. Right. Based on their insurance going up this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Budget's tight. Okay. Hey, so what about... Uh... Did you see the, any of the racing on the weekend? It was, obviously, there's a World Cup. Did you see the, the SoCal Nationals? Uh, I watched, I think, yeah, i seen the finals, I think. Yeah. Yeah, track, track was, that first jump was fucking pretty burly, a bit deep. Yeah, it was. And they were still pedaling it. Yeah. Uh, oh, Barry, but Barry's five foot fuck all, and he's still pedaling for it. Yeah, how's his acceleration uh, between the first yeah. two jumps? I know. Oh, Bobby loves it. Hey, fucking, uh, I saw. Um, I had a conversation, you know, young Shibby. Yeah. So that's his first race back. He, he did all right. He got broke off a couple of times, but it, it was all right. But he was saying that uh, him and Cam, uh, they're not on Haro next year. Yeah, I did see them announce that the other day. Yeah, they're not on Haro. And then I, I hit up Nick and just said, you know, what's the goss? So he reckons it, it, he's still going to do the amateur team, but. Just interesting to see the landscape of BMX and well, especially Haro. Like, 
that Bruce, they wouldn't sell that many fucking freestyle bikes in Australia, to be honest with they Look, I've never seen a fucking Dennis Ennis, Dennis Ennison frame here. We we yeah, no. We don't talk about staying lane, but I'm going to break the lane here. We don't. You can't get him. He can't. You know, and I just said off air, I'd probably say every other podcast, I, I, I can't fathom why they have a team that they do with someone like Anderson on there. What a fucking rider that guy is. Right. You can't buy a product. You can't buy a – you can buy a rock star. You can buy an energy drink, but you can't buy a Haro frame, you know? Right. Um, yeah, we so – who, who brings them into Australia? Um, a company called Go Easy. So right. I mean, it's mountain bikes, the whole kit and caboodle. You've got to buy the small, you know, the little bikes as well, like the kids' bikes and stuff like that. So again, right. you got to have someone with energy and drive and in a business to drive your what your that 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 component. So there's not a BMX race or freestyle person within that what business. What about what about mountain bike? What about mountain bikes, Jason? The higher mountain bikes in Australia? Oh no, I haven't. I mean, I've seen like two guys that ride from it crank works on them but i haven't seen anyone even even like riders wise i don't even really know anyone that's sponsored one besides so, so how does that work bruce like how does scottish john still there i'm not sure man you'd have more i, I mean saw, whole... I, saw a, I saw a picardo put a fucking post up and and you know scottish john was real philosophical and like it was like oh you know this is the first day of your fucking new life whatever some shit <laughs> But it was just like, okay. But I don't even know how that team was fucking, how it was going in the first place. Like, I've never, I haven't seen a fucking updated Haro frame in Australia. You know, like, I know. But that the, you know what is upcoming, shit. don't we? There's a new speed code's coming out early year, just to oh, break. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'll tell you what. So the reason good, why Haro's. They're good. Yeah, they're real fucking, good. They're good. The, Haro, the reasons why Haro's were so progressive. Yeah. It's because the fucking DB who's at Speco now was the fucking him and Rosellas and Tony D were the driving force behind that fucking program. Yeah. You know? Seventeen inch it's, rear end. Did DB do the program. um did DB like do the citizen frame? Oh, I'm not I, I I'm not too sure. I know he was big on the blackout. He he was the working blackout. there with Was that, that like that. the first carbon? No, that wasn't that was an aluminium frame. That's what we wrote at oh. the Olympics. Oh right. Yeah, that was like the first like there's a black aluminium frame and then the, the and then the carbon frame come after that. Yeah, right. What do you, you, well, you stop writing for them? Uh, January 2013. Right. That's I, I still had another year to go and I just quit. I was so over, what, I was right after the Olympics? What did I ride? No, I said, so you quit right after. Yeah, like race the Grands and that was it. And then, I, yeah, yeah, just kind of, yeah. Um, super, oh, yeah, I just, but D, DB was, DB was, he was a big driving force behind that program, you know. Um, but I remember when I remember when Scottish John came and took over as like brand manager of Haro or whatever. He ruffled a few feathers because he was big on the he was big on the old school stuff, and he just Scottish John was outspoken. It's just that's just the way he is, you know. Love it or leave it. But and then yeah, you know, be, you know look, the speed codes that that's been a long time coming too with DB. But, like, they, they've just been, like, the slow burn. They've just slowly – I mean, they developed the, the Velox frame, right? And then – do you know the history of Speedco? Do you know who originally owned it? Intense, was oh, it? Oh, yeah, I don't know original, original. I only know the story since DB, like, restarted it all. Well, we right. found yeah, whatever. Because fucking, you know, Willers used to ride for Speedco. 
Yeah, and didn't Caroline ride one at 2012 yeah. Olympics? Yeah, the aluminium frames, yeah. 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 So who was that, bro? That, that had something to do with the – was that – what's his name? Fucking um, – I'm going to fuck this up. The intense, the intense company, isn't it? Yeah. Mariana Pajon rode them too. Yeah? Mm. I didn't right. mind those original speakers. The hydroform tubing, they're a bit different. Yeah, different shapes. Yeah, and then they, the, I mean, they come the Velox, and then you know they've done three versions of that, and then they got the fucking. So what's the new one called? The Evo. I think it's called like the Velox Evo, maybe. Right. I don't really know. <laughs> but it's that's been a slow burn, you know. But like the, those, you know, the, those and the Mabo, they're the fucking mainstay of carbon frames. You know, prophecy yeah. all right, but they're just. Just fucking, they're fucking over-engineered, man. I, I think they might be. I know a few people that have ridden speed cars, bought yeah. a prophecy because they liked how like fancy they were, and then right. they went back to speed cars and sold the prophecies because yeah. they were like it was too hard to ride. Oh, so I've got my I've got the my Mabo here is like my sprint pig, yeah. And then I have got my race bike and small flex. Had, <laughs> just, they both they both engage really well. You know, but uh, I know people that wrote prophecies and they were just like they weren't fans of them. Yeah, no, I know a few people that have gone on, but they've gone off too. So, yeah, too stiff. Um, yeah, they just said they just, yeah, they no feedback steer in the right direction. Yeah, I reckon, they, reckon uh, they just, I heard like no, ba- like struggle to find balance points and stuff. Yeah, right. But like a lot know. of money. Yeah. What do you I see across, when you look across the gate though at the World Cup on the weekend? Take, you take a geezer. At the gates, what you do mm. see all the profits on this, see all Mabos, you know, yeah, obviously, and you, you see aluminium frames too. They're not mm. fucking that, um, that uh, what's that fucking big Swiss tall fucking Swiss fella? He's uh, Cedric Booty, um, and I might be the under 23 fella, um, Gunner. You see, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure he's on a, I'm pretty sure he's on a fucking aluminium Mabo, yeah. Well, Remain just one on a rift. Yeah, that's uh, that's the main. Like, and and I mean, all the Olympics have been. I'm pretty sure they've all been one on aluminium frames. To be honest, I mean, Maris is on a fucking 17 kilo free over fucking <laughs> two years in a row. <laughs> you know, Nick one on a Mabo. Uh, yeah, Condor. He won on a fucking aluminium chase. Yep. Yeah. Did the racing? The racing to me on the weekend look fast. Like, no, I, I I know. I don't know. It's just something about that speed of that track, and and I'm I'm going to get you know rifle. But the tw- under U23 girls looked fast as fuck on there, like everyone did. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. It just hey, even that second straight, the people land and jump manual. Yeah, the like boys that, at work were like impressed fucking, by that. I'll show the boys this fucking, morning. That's a main. That's a staple now. Like yeah. if you're not doing that at fucking speed, then you're just getting. You know, and seeing even seeing Joris do it, like thirty three years of old, like still just evolving, and dude, he's so fucking good. I was just, I was insane. He was doing it, and his laps, lap times are just getting faster and faster as he went through the day. You know what I mean? He he, he landed off that first jump, and it's like he hit another gear in that final. Yeah, fucking pulled. You know, and he's so effortless. He's getting yeah. He just stands oh, yeah. there and just very, very efficient. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just that fucking rock solid core. He's got to have some of the best pedal technique in the game. Okay, yeah, even when he posts those fucking slow mo videos, him doing gate starts, it's effortless, you know. Boys, him, I wouldn't be posting nothing like that to show no one. <laughs> but <laughs> when I, I spoke to Connor this morning, he just said that, you know, Joris is spending a bit of time back in Europe and he reckons it's rejuvenated him. He's got this yeah. fucking. 
Anyways, well, look at how good their tracks are. Look at the track from the weekend, how like how quick it was because it's just built right. incredible. But yeah, just everyone was they were they were fast, man. It was yeah. impressive, like how fucking quick they were around the fucking track. Doris, what and, was, it, was that a double triple manual in it? What was it? Step up, step down in the first corner. Just went. Yeah, he was like pick. yanking for yeah. He, he was yanking for it, and then man went through. And inside pro straight, like, where where where. Where do you see inside pro straights? Anyway. You don't really. Know, and, and, there's only one, and there's only one pro jump, really one jump that you that you had to fucking well that that second jump you had that big step up. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. everything else is fucking tap manual. You could mm. whatever you know. That's why I said to someone the fact that they cancelled because of wind at that track is insane because it's probably the safest track to race in the wind. What about those poor cunts at MacArthur? <laughs> I was like, that must have been insanely windy because they literally only had to jump two jumps. About fucking time, though, they fucking went in the bat for them. Yeah, you know? 100%. You know? You um, I, I, t- I tell you that, that those French, man, they've got a good problem to have. And they've got five or six, I mean, you'd think, if you were to go on current fucking people, so you got Joris, Sylvain, Romain, Arthur Pelliard, Ren Carell, um, Leo Gang, or whatever their fucking Gary name on. is. <laughs> Gary on. Yeah. Um, Eddie got fit. Clerte was in there. Um, and then they could lock out the final. you have Tatiana. They got fucking heaps, man. Yeah, their yeah. coach is going to have fun next year. Surely, um, do you know if they have a Olympic trials? Surely they have to. Surely you'd have to. I don't. You'd have to have a fucking race off. I don't think I've ever seen France do an Olympic trials. No, I haven't. But you'd have to if you've got that many fucking dudes. Surely yeah. you'd have like a fucking points leader, fucking whatever coaches pick, and then up the playoff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they do in America. I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know what America's gonna do next year. They probably don't even have fucking. Or, 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 or yeah. <laughs> Take some Frenchies. Yeah. <laughs> or, or they're national champs where they have, you know, like, if you win, you, you fucking get Yeah, play. so if you win, you, you get a Yeah, if, you, if you're not, Jara, if you're not in, in there and you, you right. take it out, you yeah, maybe, who knows. Every, yeah, every federation is different, aren't they? It's insane, though. Like, they were, that, they were that dominant on the weekend, but then Remain, who just won Worlds, wasn't even in the yeah. final. Yeah, Shreve was the same. Yeah. Yep, snooze you lose. Unfortunately, that's our fucking. That's how gnarly it is. But um, you know the the Dutch have kind of the two the, the Dutch aren't as dominant as they were. Or Nick Nick's not even on the fucking national team. Neither is uh, the older Smolders. But the younger one is. I'm pretty sure. Younger yeah. one, young one looked faster this time. Yeah, around. yeah. I think it's like might be a changing of the guards yeah. there. Is Meryl like, back know, it, on the national team, or is she still on TVE? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she might be on that TVE jersey or whatever it is. That's what it looked like, yeah. So I don't even know what the Dutch team consists of anymore. Yeah, I've got no idea. Nick took lane lane three. See that? He took lane three in that semi, which, of course, the first straight was short or you didn't think uh, he got his lane eight pick or something. Yeah, I just didn't think he would have the heat from the outside. It's too too short short. of a straight. That's when you see, like, Romain. And Rico and all that, Papendale's first straight's fucking long, so they can just, fuck, they just wind up and go, you know, because yeah. they, they all run fucking big years, those boys. Yeah. What happened to Ricky? I didn't see the sim. He wrote great. He's my, I just, I don't know, it, the thing is with the gate, the, it's 
put a perfect lap together so fucking hard and then you only need to not do it once and fucks up your lane choice. Oh, did he then, not get lane one? No, nah, I think he got, I think he got, no, nah, I think he was in three or four. Or semi of three or four and then right. he made the main, but then he was third or fourth, which would have been sixth yeah. or seventh pick. Yeah. It looks fucking great on his bike though. Oh, yeah, he just looks like he's getting fast every day. Yeah. And he's got that, like, effortless, like, just stands up on the gate and just powers. Yeah, Yeah, and it was, you know, it's funny hearing the commentator saying, oh, his streak's coming to an end. It's like, fuck me, he's on four in a row. Like, (laughs) can't steal points later. Give the kind of break. (laughs) But, um, yeah, just even the um, the Swiss dudes, so Booty, um, Renaud, Renaud, yeah, yeah, um, Gunner. Is it Gunner? Is that his name? Yeah. Gunner, Gunner. Yeah, they look great, man. Simon looked back back to yeah, a yeah, former he, self, he, he, you know? Absolutely, yeah. He, he, he wrote great. He just got a little bit unlucky in the fucking semi, but um, he looked fucking phenomenal in the motos in, the, in that quarter. Is Graf their coach still? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. Where's, Lee, where's, fucking, where's Liam Phillips coaching these days? I've got no idea. But did right. someone... I could be completely making this up, but someone I feel like told me that um, Nick Kimmon and Markart left the cycling center so they could continue with Liam. Yeah, okay. Well, well, you know, you know, Simo trains with Kurt. Oh, he so he went to Kurt now. Yeah, so he trains right. with Kurt. He with Romaine and Rico. Yeah, yeah. Kurt's got a solid um, few now. Yeah, obviously he's. But keeping those guys together, creating a good Im- training environment, keeping them, you know, keeping the keeping them hungry and keeping the competitiveness, yeah, really strong in that group. Um, but uh, oh, so Barry told me that German Medina is the fucking USA cycling coach. The USA coach. Yeah, <laughs> he said German's the fucking head coach. That's that was Mariana's coach. Yeah, the fuck is Colombian. Pretty sure he's Colombian. I mean, Jamie Staff, I think he was the head of the program as well, but I'm pretty sure he lives in America. Like, but he was, you know, he was English, but uh, it's bizarre. Like, you know, I put that tweet up to uh, that thing about Connor. Like, I said, why hasn't anybody reached out to Connor? You know? Yeah. And he said that, um, he said they asked him to be like the athlete representative for for BMX. So, USA Cycling asked him to be the athlete representative for the sport of BMX to the USA Olympic Committee. Right. So, but, but that's he goes, that's as far as it got. He said that they they sent him an email saying, Hey, can you look over this sex selection criteria? It needs to be fucking it needs to be signed off by tomorrow. 30 page document. And he said he looked through it and he wrote back a, you know, what he thought was right and wrong with it and Heard nothing back, so it's like, I don't know, man. Jace, what's yeah, the right. state? What's Jace? What's the state of Australian high performance BMX program <laughs> right now? As you see it, <laughs> I got no idea. No, you do. I don't. Don't be a pussy. What, what is no? Well, so we no, what saying, you saying, you is he saying you don't know in general? You, you just no, don't. I'm, I'm genuinely saying I got no idea. I, only person I like talk to is Isaac, but right. I got like, do we have a high performance team? I genuinely don't know. That's a right. that's a that's a silence in the room. Yeah, I I, I don't. Well, like, know. I remember I don't back know. when it was like a clear team, and it was like Bodie, Corey, Melinda, Rach. But I genuinely don't know if we have one mm. right now. 
or who is on yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very vague. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, or would it be Isaac Sayer? I think that's Warren it. And, like, oh yeah, probably those. Already. Yeah, those three. Possibly, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I, would think... def- I would. I would definitely say. I would definitely say the first two. So we're missing, I remember, yeah, so you remember, you know, Sam, Bodie and that crew on the team. There was someone, the, the kids, even kids and even us, older guys, could look up to. You know, it was a right. clear, we clearly knew you, Kale, and that mob. Hmm. You know, yeah. knew who was who and that was the team and, you know, right now there's no right. like, there's no, but group, I guess I think no aspirational no, I think group. Yeah, and we get lost in the umbrella of Oz Cycling because BMX racing is like is one piece of the fucking. That's sphincter puzzle. you're making. That's a sphincter there you go. you're making with you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. I just yeah. think that it's Oz Cycling is, in the grand scheme of things, it's maybe that maybe that reverts back to why the you know the social media thing. BMX racing is just one piece of the fucking puzzle that is Oz Cycling. Jace, you, you see know, that you do you follow Oz Cycles Instagram account? Like, uh, let's just take their their the the print. Well, I, I call Instagram like you probably premium sort of product when it comes I'm to it up. Yeah, you know, and you look through it. Of course, I'm biased. I see road cycle. Yeah, and well, they have a come and try day on there as well, but it's like it's. I'm just talking about in terms of in, in the opti- or how BMX or I mean, I just, I feel, I know watching these guys like Jace riding the weekend and any, how the, bang on about this all the time, the absolute skill level these kids and guys like you, Jace, have at bike handling that just is never, ever talked about, never, like, I, I watched, I was like, I've, I've done, not that come and try. You're talking about the come and try, come along how to ride your bicycle to school program. Yeah, that's the one you, that's uh, yeah, one you yeah, sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're well, riding, you said, have a good this. Yeah, you know? yeah. I sent you all sorts of things, feet pics as well. Um, <laughs> they're, riding under, they're riding under a pool noodle, <laughs> how to ride around the, you know, oh, fuck now. Yeah. I bet any kid that rides BMX could run circles around any person. Or just run straight into the pool noodle and take yeah, the yeah. fuck out of my face. <laughs> I can smack someone with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like BMX is such a founding bicycle sport that should be just right. highlighted the shit out. Your kid doesn't need to go learn how to ride in a pool noodle, I can tell you right now. Right. Learn how to, let, get that kid out of the gap on a 10-foot double. You'll right. know how to ride a bike yeah. the rest of his life. We don't, oh, it's like we aren't doing it for us, like in that vein. If you... If you look from like the grand scheme of things, would you not be better off promoting BMX more because it'll interest kids for longer with the jumping aspect of it and all that stuff? And then if you get a strong kid, they can go into cycling or if they're super fit, they can go into a different discipline of cycling. Um, Like I feel like for Oz Cycling anyway, it would be beneficial to promote BMX more because more kids will be interested in seeing the jumping and the action when they're young and excitable. Yeah, I, I thought it was a bit odd that Oz Cycling was promoting Logan's Airbnb. Like, yeah, that that fucking blew my mind. I couldn't understand it. Like, like what's so happening? They better fucking promote my like, Airbnb in Tenerfield when I get it, I tell you. But I just, I didn't understand why, like, why Oz Cycling felt the need to promote Logan's Airbnb, that he had, his house is now going to be 
Yeah. People can rent it out on Airbnb and it was on our cycling. I didn't understand that. Like, why wouldn't you showcase Logan for the fucking ramp rider that he is? You know, I tell you, I, I tell you what, why. to be, to be, you know, and, you know, once whoever listens to it and sends me a message, there'd be, be funding for those kind of programs that we're seeing pop up. There'll be, there'll be ex, extraneous program, um, funding for those programs. Right. You know, so there's no money for you to fund you, Jace. You know what I mean? You, you're somewhere, if, to, if for you to go somewhere and do what you want to do, Ozcycle wouldn't be dipping their own pocket. They'd be, be wanting to fund that from, you know, I don't know, over whoever, some, de- some government department or program external to Ozcycle because right. they don't want to dip their yeah. head in their pocket if they don't want, have to. It's how it works at that level. So some of the funding yeah. you get, Kyle, won't be through cycling, will it be through? No, so that's, so the, the yeah, so we get funding through. Oh, I'm going to mince my words here, but there's oh, how do you, Michelle? <laughs> where do we get our funding from? So with that, with that, not so we're registered as a non for profit. Yeah. So, but like if you if you can provide, so we got a service agreement with a, with a. Council of Armadale. So we're going to do eight hours a fortnight at uh, some skate parks or pump tracks within the city of Armadale. So we go down there and we, we, um, we within the um, funding or the, that we've been given, we've got to provide food, um, water, um, and a safe space for these kids for three, four hours. I ride with them, Michelle. Does everything up. We yep. set the tent up. Kids come and eat. And we normally go to low, like the areas that we go to. Armadale, um, I grew up there, but it's low socioeconomic area. Um, and we just tr- try to provide a safe space for the kids for the time we're there. You know, because there is unfortunately there's riffraff anywhere you go. Mm. But if you can promote the uh, mental health aspect and and promoting a healthy environment for kids to ride bikes in, and there, there's money there. Mm. So if you need ha- hand with that, Jace, like I'll be happy to have a conversation with you off air and and explain to you um, michelle explain to you like what she does behind the scenes to help you get funding in queensland yeah cool that'd be sick and it is because if you can if you can be if you can be a positive role model within the community and servicing um kids and um kids with disabilities and there's a, there's a lot of stuff it's just it you've just got to know which networks to plug into and Michelle's a guru on that. I mean, she spends, she doesn't, you don't get paid enough to do, babe. <laughs> she gets work down to the bone, but she she's the backbone of it all. But yeah, I'd be happy to talk to you like that and, and help you and, and share what we've done. Yeah, that'd because be Because awesome. you, won't, you won't get it. You won't. Oz Psyching want to be a part of Oz Psyching have told us that, like, we love your program and we'll, we'll promote you on, on, your, on our page and that once we get up and going. But to get you, you, primarily, you won't get funding from them. You'll get it from other avenues. Yeah, right. So, but so it, clubs, it is. It's hard to get. So I've seen Jace. What you do, the clubs love it. The kids love it. It's going to, you know, people call it coaching, but it's not really going out to the clubs to promote. You, just basically to be there to draw, to keep kids in the sport. They, you know, it might be a weekend up at Mackay. I've seen right. you do that stuff, and it's not. It's not about the. You know, a little Johnny learning how to get that mountain. He might do it, but it's all about just keeping kids stoked on the sport and having the opportunity to ride with someone like yourself or whoever else you, you take up there with you. You know, I'm not so much focusing on the pure coaching 
aspect of it. Come here, you're going to learn this, you know. And yeah. the time to come and try day, that day cool was perfect, wasn't it? It was part of their come and try day, you know. Yeah. And then after that, I actually, we did a few more. I think Serena Club got us up there to do like their end of year breakup and Gladstone. So I went to theirs and handed out all like the end of year trophies. And then we just had a massive ride day. And then they had a water slide jumping castle, fairy floss. And we all just hung out for like six hours, ran a muck, made a video, and then gave them all their trophies for the year. And yeah, that's yeah. wicked. That's what BMX lacks, though, man. Bodhi yeah. was over in WA. Yeah, that, you saw Bodhi at, head, at Headland. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he went like, out yeah. to Port, Port Headland. They, yeah. they Carmash got him up there. They did, like, the Colour Run. Yeah. yeah. And um, Port Headland's a big mining town. BHP sponsor a lot yeah. of the programs up there. But just to get him, like, the kids are stoked on him. Like, yeah, he, he said he had so much fun. Yeah. Kids were stoked. Yeah, he had fucking shit up his nose and his ears from the fucking shit that's been thrown at him around the track. But he thought it was great. Awesome, and I think. I think our sport needs more of that too. Just like the interaction of people like, like Bodie's awesome at it. Yeah. He like obviously went to the Olympics, all that stuff. And then interacts with the kids and mm-hmm. he does some videos and stuff. And like him and Wade are pretty good on social media. Right. Um, but I feel like if more people around all of Australia were willing to give that time, then the, like every time a pro goes out, kids get stoked. So yeah, pros were going out more often and showcasing like, Bodie can showcase what kids can become or yourself right. if they work hard and stick to the sport, whatever, and have fun. Absolutely, yeah. But too many clubs never see that. I, it's well, just and, not, and, but a lot of the clubs don't. Wouldn't know. No, you're up, Bruce, go. Oh, just, yeah, they, yeah, wouldn't, they wouldn't know. know. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, it, it's not going to be facilitated by our cycle, the, the sort of things you're talking about. It has to come from, yeah, it's come from the private sector in, in inverted commas, you know. But... And obviously, a lot of the times, Jason, you know, it'd be someone in the club who's a who's a who's a fan of yours that gets you up there. It's how it works. But once it happens, right. clubs, yeah. but more clubs see it. They would see the benefit in having someone like yourself or Bodie, or you know, that day we ran Kalen down here in Brisbane a few years ago. Sean, you know, Brisbane, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, Podge was probably, there. Yeah, yeah probably wasn't more of more of an illustrious collection of. BMX races ever since before right. or after, you know? Yeah, yeah. when I, I think I first, like, first time I ever did it, I just went to Gladstone and then clubs just seen it and then just went from there. Yeah. But yeah, like you're saying with Kalen and that, I feel like when I go to these regional clubs, <clears throat> the biggest thing I hear is like a kid quit BMX to do footy, footy because yeah. he watches footy and his goal is to become like, I don't know, Broncos player. But it's right. like we don't have the social media aspect, so the only way for kids to see what they could become, like an Olympian, like yourself or Bodie, is for mm. you guys to somehow get, I don't know, get to places. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that, one hundred percent. But like Bruce said, it's it, 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 that's not going to come from it won't come from the sanctioning body. <laughs> no, well, that's why know. even now, like with Nate on that, I'm trying to just like do it myself, and then. Hopefully it turns into something. If it doesn't, yeah. then at least I tried. But I'm like, I'm just, I don't know, putting it on my own back and then I've only got myself to blame if nothing happens. No, definitely not self to blame. You, no. You're fucking, you're doing it, man. There's, I'm, I, if, if I, unless I'm living under a rock, we don't have a development officer in a role that you just talk about footy and cricket and netball and 
those organisations have dedicated people to grow the sport. I I don't think yeah, we have one last cycle. I, yeah. Unless I'm, you know, and again, I'll, I'll be set straight pretty quickly to a couple of people who can listen to this podcast. <laughs> but I don't see, I don't see any communication from last cycle. I don't see anything come out. And right. sorry, guys, I'm saying I can bash you and fuck there goes some media passes, shepherding, but who cares? <laughs> no, it's not bashing. You're just having a fucking, you know, like a. If there is, who I don't know about Who from our psychic can come on? Like who from our psychic is. Percy wants to come and have a Percy? chat. See, I, that's the yeah. thing is though, I was like talking to Percy on the weekend too and he's like, I guess, got a new role and he's like Sausage. wants to wants to grow the sport and like, <laughs> I don't know, he wants to do all these things. But, and like I personally, the races I've been at this year, I was cycling, done a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think there's parts lacking that don't showcase what they're doing. Right. Don't showcase, yeah. yeah, the skill and the stuff. I'm going to touch on, you know, the, the, the friends we make, and I'm going to say this once so I don't lose it. You know, we lost a mate who was great in sport, Mark Rodden, passed away on the weekend. And, like, there's a guy who – and props to you guys who don't listen to the sport, Paul and the crew on the weekend for letting us do all – for putting together a lap in honour of a mate of ours, you know. Right. So props, uh, props to the crew at – BMX Queensland, which is now all cycle Queensland, for for, right. ha- for facilitating that, making it happen, you know. So it's uh, you know, yeah, the racing does run like clockwork. It, that, that's not an issue. They do. It's, yeah, it's, they, they it's, run a good program. It's it's soulless. That's how I feel. It doesn't have a soul. And I don't know right. how and I way... see. I I believe that the officials do want it to get better. I believe yeah. their their time is just devoted to other things because. Every time I've asked them if we can, if I can run a GoPro for something or if NATO can be on the track to film, they never have an issue with it. So I don't right. believe they're trying to hold anything back. I just think their time is being sucked up by other things and there's just no one in the role to do what we're talking about. I want to know whenever I stand on a corner, there's an official there with a clipboard with the motors on and they tick them off. I just want to know what happens to all that paperwork at the end of the day. You know, it's just, <laughs> it just, it just blows my mind. I'm editing photos today. Shout out to my mate, new mate, Dan and, and, and Phil. Um, right. And spent many hours editing photos. And I thought, fuck, every, some photos had six or seven officials in the background, you know. And sorry, I don't mean like that, fuck official. You know what I mean? It just hmm. it still blows my mind how many, how do we just make it so complicated to run, run an event? So there's six or seven officials in the background. So you know what you could do? You could almost so – I'll give you an example. So in motocross over here, right, when you sign up to race, whether you like it or not, your fucking name gets put into a fucking barrel. Like they pick your name out, mm-hmm. and if your son's racing, you're an, you're, you're, you're an official for the first for the first moto. And then you say, oh, I can't do that. And then you, you know what they say? Oh, well, then your son's not going to race. Yeah. That's how they get people to do it, right? So if there's six or seven officials, that you need fucking three officials to run a race. You need a starter, you need, and probably fucking two berm stewards who, yeah, who are standing of, on the track. And, and a few body scrapers. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, you need, you need, yeah, yeah and medics, but you yeah. need one, you know, gate starter, you probably need two in staging, yeah. one at the top, one at the bottom, and then two on the track. That's yeah. five people. Yeah. But then there's there's so many blue shirts at the track, I don't know what they do. And, 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 and I don't know. Jay, she probably don't. Bad word. No, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I just, it's 
it's over it's over officiated. So I know when clubs now go to run a race, they struggle to get officials to run a race. Yeah, is it because there's you need so many to do it? It's really hard to coordinate. Yeah, yeah, but also you need a fucking you need all these um, courses and certificates to be fucking to run a race. All people don't want to fucking do that. It's not hard to hold a fucking flag. I understand medics. Yeah, right. You need medics, but. You can just fucking run a race at the gates down a couple of people on stage. It's not that hard. Jase, you guys are ripping through that pro straight. And, I'm, you know, I'm sitting there taking photos. Going, Fuck, I have to crop the shit out of them. Shout out to Dan, <laughs> Phil again. What is that? <laughs> Six riders in a photo. Because I have to crop the officials out of it. You know, out of the side. And, you know, just I'm not going like, to lie. There was a couple motos on the weekend when I was the first rack of pros. Yep. And... I would be on the gate and I'd hear him start the gate call and I could still see officials and a commentator out the corner of my eye on the pro oh, set. Fuck and yeah, I'm like yeah. on the gate stressing, like, are we going to get around there and they're not going to move or, mm. <laughs> and yeah. like, which is like, I mean, no, that's, it's anxi- high, but... yeah, it's, that's anxiety yeah. for you. I mean, yeah. in my mind, you see, and we talk about, Hey, you know, at, at, at the Aussie, it's so much officialing that it ramps up the anxiety of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't it's... even know if that was even, the too much officially. Now it was just like, how come we can't just wait for the women to cross the line? A yeah. Move, we'll start the game. Mm. Oh. Like, <laughs> well, but why do you got to be in the pro set in the first place? Like you don't have to, you can just stand in the middle of the track. You can, you can have a vantage point. Get, everything. Get, get out of my, need, get out of my camera lens. Need, yeah. You don't, you don't need to be on the track. That's, that's the reality. Yeah. You don't, you know, Give if someone the... gets shipped, in a, if someone gets shipped in a turn, yeah. Pretty bad. You don't need to be standing on the fucking corner to see that. You can see it from the fucking parking lot. Yeah, can't you, DQ? Get out of here. You know what I mean? So here's the difference between USA, BMX, and out here. You don't know. You don't know who's an official. Mm. You add the grants. Like you wouldn't right. know who is and who isn't. Mm. You know, it's the, the, the main they, stage is Jen. Yeah, that's the only person that is there that is there from fucking start to finish. At Wimbledon, you don't know who the umpire is. You know who the two no. finalists are. There you go, though. Exactly right. Jen, in America, we got they got just Jen. Jen. One line. Like one, two, one, one. We used yeah, to have one, lines two. in yeah. Australia. They'd need five. Yeah, yeah they do. And it's... Anyhow. Yeah, it, it's uh, odd. But I think, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know, maybe we need to talk to one of them because I'm sure they all have a job. Well, maybe, yeah. you know, I, but there's a big separation between UCI, right, which is what kind of the banner we fall under in our, under national championships for one day and then USA BMX don't fall. I mean, they have the UCI day on that one day, but they still run the same format with officials and all that stuff. They, the, the, the motos might be scrambled on the fucking UCI day, but the officials are still in the same place. I mean, they have transponders now, but Jen's still down there. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just maybe, you know, maybe I was talking should send two or three people over there and go watch a, a, a USA BMX race and see how it's run to make, to just to make just streamline officialing in Australia instead of being so officiated. Uh, speaking of elite and superclass, Jace Cunning, do you have an opinion at the national championship? Should we be running those two classes or should they just be the one pro class? Bruce, don't <laughs> ask me this. I just, I had like a two hour conversation with my mum the other night and I was like, what do I, I was like, what do I nom him? Both or just elite? I was like, and she's like, and she put his pockets, didn't like, she? You know, yeah, it was a boy now. He's like, growing up. I, I was like, only one of them, well, if I'm correct, only one of them means something. So yeah, the sleeve, the sleeve yeah. is important for selection. So like last year, 
because I wasn't at nationals and I was like, I think I was at an event in New Zealand um, and I like couldn't follow it. I didn't know if Max won nationals or if Bodie won nationals. Mm. And then like Bodie put up national champion, then Max put it up. I had to search to see what class someone won. Yeah. So, yeah, so UCI is the sleeve. So that's national. So that goes towards nation rankings. That goes towards Olympic selection and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And then the super, the super class stuff is just a fucking open. It's just a. So, yeah. So Bodhi is our national champion. Yep. So, yeah. So it, I don't know. In my opinion, I feel like we should just have one because. Mm. Yeah. If you're a national champion, you're super class and super class and, and elite should all just be one class. Yeah. The first year they did it was Ngrang, Isaac won both, so there was no contention. Yeah. Right. And, 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 you know, Max, Max is made of mine, you know, you know, those guys that I yeah. know them all, you made to yours. It's not a slight yeah. against them. It's not a reflection. No. It, no. They just shouldn't be a choice in my right. mind. It, but like, it, should, it should all be one class. Like, if I say super class is like cruiser for elites, I'll just, you right. know, there'll be last time Max will buy something off us, maybe. But, you know. <laughs> right. No, but it, I yeah. think. Super class is probably harder to win because some of them young dudes are yes. harder, like fast as. So it's probably harder to win. It's just confusing because then it's like, it should just be junior under 23, elite. Yeah. And then when you go to Worlds, they know who Australian national champion. Mm. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And a, what do they do around the world, Bruce? Is it the same everywhere else or, or is everyone oh, else UCI? UCI, I don't imagine. No, every, every, every country just runs a national champs and yeah. that's that. Yeah. I don't know where Superclass came from. I, mean, I, I do remember Max telling me it's something to do about with the National Series. Because right. the National – and, shit, this year we barely have one. So right. it was something to do. They had to run the event so because it was part of the National Series. Do you have, did you have to buy a UCI licence? Me? For what? Yeah. Oh, for, for Nationals? Nationals. No, I don't think so. Are you going to race Elite? Oh, it's I might. UCI. Yeah, I might. I don't know. I, don't, I, 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 I don't know. I'm racing masters, but I don't. I'm racing masters, but I don't have a UCI license. I don't know how it works either. Yeah, I don't really know because. Well, I mean, in past years, I've raced elite, but if I haven't gone outside of Australia, I haven't had to. Right. I don't think you'll you find think... you have to have it. A, a, well, then user. there you go. Then, then why are we having two classes for? Yeah. If you don't need to buy another fucking license, and it's all one, all one thing, why wouldn't you just amalgamate it into one group? I don't know whose name went on the perpetual trophy. It would have been Bodie. It would have been Bodie. Yeah. 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 Not both, you don't think? No, because it's when you hold it up this year, Jace, you can have a look at it. Oh. <laughs> have you seen me ride an eight meter Bruce? It's not pretty. <laughs> I've got some photos that unless you give me some money, you're I'm gonna publish them. <laughs> Decky said that when he went to Sleeman, he said that he was it was real, it's completely different to um, MacArthur because he said at MacArthur you can see the bottom of the ramp because you can't see the bottom of the ramp at Sleeman. He said it's, it's super steep. Yeah, MacArthur's got a short. Um, I think the like the first angle is shorter. Yeah, right. Isn't it so standardized? No, yeah, you'd none think of them. Be the no. Have you seen Have you seen Bathurst? Yeah, I've seen Bathurst. <laughs> I was watching um, on the race from yesterday. And the five meter hill looks really rampy. It looks like Shepparton's five meter hill. It doesn't yeah, look right. like Sleeman's five meter. It looks really like a what's it? A, Could you yeah, pedal the train? Wasn't, wasn't steep at all. No, I was just watching. I just saw him. No, I didn't see him run right off it. I just saw the thing. Right. And the shots are going. Man, that's a really shallow angle for a. Was this at France? In France, yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I think that track was just a normal BMX track before they added the super. Gotcha. Classic. So yeah. it, it wasn't a five meter hill like Sweeman, which is no. Nah, it was just a normal track. Gotcha. Because yeah. like the last couple of years, they've had Euro races on it, and they haven't had an eight meter. Yeah. Oh and right. They just, okay. They added it in. Yeah. Nah, makes sense now. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, what's what's Sweeman's five meter like? It's like a proper one. Yeah. Oh sweet. Like have you ridden it yet, Jason? Or not? Uh, Jace, have you ridden it? No. I haven't got down there. I, I spoke to Dave. He, he said people are getting pissed that they're not allowed to ride the track either. He's like, no, I don't give a fuck. Oh, Shepparton, you mean? Shepparton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he, he sent me a photo with a trail finish, man. That truck looks Mickey Mouse. Yeah, they do a good job down there all the time. Yeah. When are you getting in there? Uh, probably just the Monday off. Where are you staying? Uh, not sure yet. Uh, like Thrive. Um, like book something and send it to me, but I haven't um I haven't looked at where it is or anything yet. Yeah, okay. I've never been there before. Yeah, it's it's sick. Their tracks were like at the World Cup in twenty twenty, that track was unreal. Yeah, right. You gonna ride uh Sleeman this next couple of weeks then? Just gonna be eight meter time or are you just gonna wing it down at Shepparton? Well, Hinterland's basically an eight meter. Oh okay, yeah, the tabletop. <laughs> the tabletop, yeah, okay. Yeah, if you just sprint down it and then jump the tabletop, then it's like Supercross. <laughs> it's seven point nine nine meters. I've heard. Not... <laughs> and you can you can pedal um Shepparton's transition, so I might be better off training at Hinterland because I can yeah, pedal through. Gotcha. Yeah. Fair oh, well, you can pedal the training at eight, at eight meter Shepparton. Yeah, you can pedal all the way. Whoa. Yeah. So everyone what, just like what gearing do you run anyway? Uh probably forty five sixteen. That's a good gear. He's not telling the truth. I hey, run, finger, I run, hey, his fingers crossed. Because I, I run, run a, hey, I run 51.18 with a big tire. Yeah, see, if I go like any high, like a 45, I can't turn it over. Yeah, you put the bigger, put the bigger chain reel on. Yeah, I can't get a movement. I've tried this for years. Ah, you just push harder. <laughs> on the weekend, I, on the weekend, I ran a 41. 41.15? Yeah. You don't reckon that pet? Oh no, you won, so I suppose. But I reckon, I reckon a smaller, a smaller cogs just pedal fucking dog shit. <laughs> I think they're harder to um, they're harder to keep accelerating on, but they're easier to turn over on the one, two, three, four. She was pretty flat like, gate. Well, it's pretty flat gate where, where they were on the weekend, mate. It was, it's like the flattest <laughs> gate I've ever ridden. What you got one seventy fives or one eighties on? Seven five. I've seen Jace change cranks at the race meet once. Have you seen the size on? of my legs? <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Brucey, Brucey. Like, do you remember that race? Yeah, I do. You changed At, the crank. I'm in the car park. You changing cranks. You were giving me <laughs> shit, and I ended up winning. You're classic. <laughs> Why'd you put one eighties on when it went, went shorter? No, nah, I was running one seventies for training, and I forgot to change them. <laughs> and then Brucey caught me in the car park changing them. Oh, classic! <laughs> oh, good times. That is classic. All right. Well, we we'll, can't wait to Percy the ringers. Yeah, uh, get Percy Percy's and see what the go is. Yeah, I know. You know, he 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 really has good intentions, but he's a cog in a very large machine. Right. And just yeah. be, just be interesting to get some insight because it's very. Look, we don't know. You don't know the yeah. ins and outs of like where BMX sits on the pecking order on under cycling. Surely we bring in the. I, I, I don't know. I might be talking about. Surely we bring in the most revenue. But, I mean, it's probably more expensive to put on a fucking race, too. You think the outlay they put on to put on a race, who's to say they get, get that back every time? But 
I'm going to wind up. Jace, would you like to see pro bikes come back? I mean, I'm a massive oh. proponent of it. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. That's a can of worms. No. Yeah. I, I think, speaking of pro bikes, though, quickly, I think, like, state champs on the weekend, Sunday should have been, like, the old pro bikes ages, like 14, 15, 16, mm-hmm. junior superclass, yeah. superclass, because yeah. to hold all the ages on Saturday and then just sprockets and cruiser on Sunday, the crowd was way more dead for what's meant yeah. to be like the pinnacle when did you so you raced on sunday yeah with the sprockets and cruises yeah, yeah same that's what we got same this weekend as well yeah which i, I feel like, like put them all together just jam every kind in there yeah or put sprockets and cruises on the first day and then i just feel like revenue wise even for the pro shops the canteens everything if you put all the main ages and pros on sunday you keep everyone around the event for a whole another day Right. which works out. And then people that race age and don't have a younger brother riding sprockets or don't have a cruiser, they all just left mm. on Saturday. And then yep. there was way less people there Sunday watching like pros and right. stuff. Yeah. And, the, uh, and then, yeah, no, there's I still agree. people lined up. I mean, that shot of you guys who are on the fence. I mean, I like, I like cool for the aspects. It's one of those few, it's a track where it just looks exciting when people lined around it, you know, front straight there. And but the fence I, is so close to the track. Yeah, the tra- fence is close. It's a bit close on the exit of that first corner, though. I saw a few people smack it. Yeah. But, um, the it, It's good for that aspect, but I agree. It, it, the reality of the economy at the moment, people aren't going to pay for another night to stay away if they didn't have to because racing finished, they're, they're out of there on Saturday. Like I said, they didn't have to be there. On Sunday, they were gone. Yeah. You know, so, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then to keep, like, yeah, to support the shops and keep all them alive, I feel yeah. like you keep people around for another day. Yeah. It works out for everyone. And the, the officials never run it there for another day anyway. Back in the day, did we always race in one day? No, it used to be like three days. Yeah, you'd run across no, three days. When you race Narang, when you when you race Narang, was it all was it two days or one day? The Narang Nats? Yeah. Oh, oh you mean the Aussies back in ninety six you mean the I mean how you Aussies mean, like ninety six. Oh. They used to run across three days on motos and days like that. I'm not sure when it made that change. Oh, to that's right. It was, day, yeah, that's right. It was motos. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Adelaide, like 2008, we used to just come back the second day just for quarter semifinal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you did the pro bike series, well, didn't you? You would have well. come through. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like pro bike age groups up until I was second year elite. Yeah. Yeah. And then from when I was 14, yeah. Do you feel like the harp on? But yeah, I, I hog, feel hog, get hog, get. Well, I just feel it kept yeah, you're right, kids in the sport longer, like longer in that period. I, that's my gut feeling, you know. Rather, rather than making that decision, I'm falling. I'll be super class, you know. You had that pro bike series really fostered a whole group of riders up through 16 years old, then into that, and we had elite racing. Didn't have super class. Yeah. It was elite and junior elite, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. No, yep. I think yep. Pro Bikes was, Pro Bikes Champ Bikes was like, because everyone, even when you were like, when I was like 11, 12, I was hanging out to turn yeah. 14 and be able to chase the national series. But mm. now that you can race it as a sprocket and an eight year old, people just kind of dance around and do like one here and then we'll do two next year. And so no right. one takes it serious because they can just do it anytime. Whereas back then you had, when you were 14 to 16 to do it or pro. So yeah. everyone would right. do the whole tour state series. Yeah, uh, state teams would take their whole team around. Yeah, that's right. I think I think that was a good thing for the sport when it was like limited to who could race them. 
because it was a. Oh, so what, did you have to qualify? I didn't own that race that I was always. No, it was just certain age groups. Yeah. Right. It was 14, 15, 16, junior mm-hmm. and elite. And then it was all live streamed and everything. Right. Was it was it tagged onto other races or no? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. ACT titles yeah. and um, rank Nats. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And then one round before nationals. So, like, because it was only limited ages, but it was at nationals, all the young kids would come watch because everyone they'd watched all year on the live streams were there. Like, what was that? What was that track in? Uh, there was Tugger and what was the other one called in Canberra? Melba. Melba. That was right. Yeah, I remember that track. That's a sick track. Yeah. I don't think people should lead arrows from there, eh? Is that his track? Yeah, I think so. He was yeah. a creepy guy. Yeah. yeah. He 10-time world champ. And then he, 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 he was another one that, like, was um, – I mean, he won all his life as a kid. And then, never, like, and then when he, when he turned junior elite, he uh, – yeah, the other kids got – you know, they were just as fast and tough as him and he, he didn't know how to lose. He'd won all the time, so he didn't ever have that struggle or that adversity trying to, you know – Kind of like how I see Tommy Tucker now. You know, it's like unfortunate. Like he was so good for so long. But then if you don't know how to, when you do, there's something about, there's there's a growth that happens when you, you grow up in an age group where there's three or four of you that are constantly battling. You win one, lose one, bit one. You're always finding ways to win, you know. But when you constantly win all the time, you kind of lose, you kind of lose that. You don't kind of you don't develop that art form, you know? And and Lee, Lee that was a detriment to Lee. He, he won all the time and then got older and didn't, didn't kick on. Well, just to, just to finish up, Jace, what's your favourite What's your favorite track here in Australia to rip around on? Oh. Jeez, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, the one the weekend was all right. Sure. Ashmore? <laughs> oh, Gimpy is one of my favorites just because it's like, uh, like in my head from like what I grew up around, it's like a real BMX track. It's like flat hill, techie. It's not just a normal M shape. Um, but Bean Lee. Oh, <laughs> I'd probably go with I'd probably go with Shepparton. Okay, Shepparton or I like. I did like Bunbury, but I haven't been there for a long time. Yeah, it's pretty burly now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It gets pretty narrow down there. I just, like, there's a few tracks in WA that I, like, went and played around on with Noddle. And Have you ridden Kalgoorlie? No. Nah. Kalgoorlie's pretty good. I like, Tristan just like, did that out. Yeah. Uh, Westside was flowy. Um, yeah, that's not bad. And I rode, I don't know where I rode. But they were cool. But probably, I don't know, probably Shepparton. It's right. Favourite event you've been to when the crank work was? When the crank work was? Yeah. Oh, crank work's whistle was pretty insane. There was like 80,000 people. Mill flying, yeah. (laughs) This is a different game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you win that? Did you win the pump track there? I didn't win Whistler, no. I won Austria oh, and Cairns. Was Whistler did pump track? Was it tar seal? Wasn't sealed? Was it dirt? Was it no? Dirt? Crankworks is all dirt. Yeah, they built it just for the event. Yeah, and the Whistler pump track. They built it, 
and then knocked it down right after we finished. And then that was like the VIP area for the next day's event. Oh, really? Yeah. What was the straight um, rhythm thing? Was that this year? Did they? That was last year. You didn't do it. No, I, well, I didn't do crankworks no. then. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, probably, probably Whistler or I don't know. I love greens. Not yeah. it's not crankworks, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Greens you got KY? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, Michelle, I, uh, Cruz is going. Um, Declan and his dad Jai is going. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. yeah. DB messaged me the other day about it, and he said you're going. Yeah, it'd be last one. Yeah, this this is me. Like, uh, feel Michelle looking over at me. I uh, I'm over. It. I'm not. I just I've got to pass the torch on. I've, I've it, it's. I love racing BMX, but it sucks up a lot of my family time. And I, you know, I work week on week off. And it hasn't been it hasn't been a holiday where we haven't been where it's been BMX related. I'd like to fucking go somewhere and have beers without my bike. Yeah. You know. So I'll go, I'll go to the grands. I'll go see my mates that I haven't seen in a long time, and and then that'll be it, I reckon. Get wild in Tulsa. Yeah, be right. Couple of fucking silver bullets in between yeah. motos. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Jace. Uh, yeah, no, grand's great, man. But yeah, thanks, Jace. Appreciate talking to you, brother. No, been, thank uh, you, guys. It was good to catch up. All and, good. Uh, I'll see you, Grant. Oh, Are you? So you're going? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was in there last year and then I broke the my shoulder. Downtown? Whatever DB booked. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, Yeah, because I was meant to go last year, but then I broke my shoulder. Yep. Go. Oh, awesome. But, yeah, it'll be sick. Right. All right, boys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Jace. All right, I'll talk Soon, to you. man. See ya. Yeah, yeah bye.